Welcome back to The Right Hook with George Hook, sitting in the battle bus in Cork. And uh, But some things never change. Uh, Kira Kelly joins us for The Right Hook Health Checkup. You can send your questions by text to 53106. Costs 30 cents. Kira Kelly, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, George. Now, the questions uh, this week are extraordinarily medical. And the first one says, I would like Dr. Kira to answer this one. <laughs> like, you know, you know well, it's, yeah. Well, we, there is there is the, the attempt of Dr. Hook to answer most yes. of these, or else to relate them to his own yes. medical issues. I had a DNC, so it's a female. Yep. On twenty third December, still of my, still hasn't she still hasn't got a period. Okay, she bled on and off for, for a month after the procedure. Is all this normal? Seven weeks, no period. Yes, it can be, and and you do see issues like this. What a DNC is 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 where they go in and they kind of scoop out, if you like, the lining of the uterus. But they also um, the C bit is is cautery, so they cauterize the inside. So that, that's you ever know people have their, no, their nose cauterized, George, where they kind of put a little burn up your nose to seal the blood vessels. So basically, what has happened is all the 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 lining of the uterus has, has been sort of sealed by by a kind of a burning thing, and sometimes it doesn't go back to normal for a while I would just bear with it and, and, and give it some time time is the factor here and hopefully this person isn't in too much pain or distress or discomfort if they are I would suggest maybe taking a bit of Ponston or something like that but um, Ponston? Yeah Painkiller is it? Well yeah it's a painkiller but it's kind of a specific type of painkiller for this um, and I, that's all I would do it just you know we would often see somebody without a period for could be two or three cycles post a DNC, right, okay. or or weird bleeding as well, sort of weird spotting and stuff. But just you know, bear with it. It's 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 probably all fine. The the lining will will, will regenerate and and will start shedding normally again. I was twenty one before I knew what a period was. Would you believe that? I would. <laughs> I would certainly believe that, George. And most of my generation didn't know anything about it. I think there was probably women in your generation that didn't know anything about it as well. Well, that's probably People true. People didn't yeah. talk about stuff. No. Now, Jane is 20 weeks pregnant. Lovely. Congratulations, Jane. I'm going to answer this question. Okay. Maybe well, I'll... no, I'm going to make a suggestion. Okay. She is 20 weeks pregnant and she has a pain in her back. Do you not get a pain in the back if you're carrying a baby, No. You very often do, and men will be familiar with this pain too because they have beer bellies quite a lot of them. If you have a big abdomen in front of you, it throws your centre of gravity forward, which in order for you to stand upright and straight, you have to work against it to balance it by tugging on your low back muscles. So you have to kind of lean back when you walk when you're pregnant or if you have a big beer belly because the belly is kind of hanging down in the front and it hurts your back. What you need to do is maybe get a bit of physio or maybe take some paracetamol. Well, she went to the physio, but no real improvement. But, but I, I mean, I know you dismiss me, like, but it, it is part and parcel of pregnancy back pain, is it not? Pregnancy is not... Uh, pregnancy is hard on the body. Pregnancy yeah. is tough on the body, on the hips, on the back and all that kind yes. of stuff. I would suggest, to be honest, still physio, if you're very bad, you can get, you know, rub a bit yeah. of, you know, uh, yeah. olive oil or whatever, you know, a bit of baby oil into your back, a yeah. bit of a massage from your partner maybe. Yeah. Um, and I would also suggest a bit of paracetamol. Well, it is very difficult and that's why Adam said to Eve, hey Evie, why don't you have Cain and Abel uh, instead of me? And, he, yeah. and Eve said, this okay, is, I'll do that. This is after he was, she was made from his ribs, is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And we're, we're, we're back to that level of medical <laughs> medical intelligence here. Okay. Uh, Annie is home a week in hospital. She's on steroids, anti uh, 
biotics given through a line. So that's intravenous. She was on IVs, yeah. I'm, she's 10 days home, was five days on oral antibiotics and steroids, then chest infection. I'm absolutely exhausted. You are absolutely <laughs> I exhausted. To say, I was to say, Annie, the, you'd be expected to be absolutely exhausted. If you're somebody who's been in hospital and on IVs, then you've had some kind of major sepsis. Do you know what I mean? You don't go on IV antibiotics for any old, you know, sniffle yeah. or whatever. So you're on IV antibiotics, you've, you've been some kind of major infection. And obviously when she was discharged, she was continued on antibiotics orally. Being on antibiotics for a long period of time, whatever she was, 10 days in hospital and five days after, it's a couple of weeks of antibiotics, including IVs and steroids. The woman is, is absolutely bunched at the no, moment. No, I, I don't know. Convalesce, whether... Annie, convalesce. Correct. And I was going to say to Annie, I don't know whether she's married or not, but if she was married to a husband like me who would drop everything yes, to be at yes, her bedside. Yes, at her, at her beck and call. Yeah. So, You'd be up and down the stairs with the yeah, soup so, and the, yeah, every, that's our take. So and Annie, the grapes and the Lucas yeah. aid. <laughs> Annie, if you're in trouble... And and you are married. I don't want to offend you. Get your man to do a bit of work for you. And if you're not married, Annie, you're probably just as well off as being married to someone like George. Um, maybe order a few takeaways and stay in bed a bit. <laughs> I have seborrheal dermatitis. Seborrheic. Seborrheic. All right. Yeah. Can't get rid of it. Hydrocortisone uh, cortisone cream only works for a day or two. And then it comes back. I don't like that hydrocortisone cream. What? It has long-term sort of effects on you. Well... Okay, if you have seborrheic dermatitis, and lots of people do, this which is on your head. Well, it? it could be on your head, but she hasn't, or he or she hasn't said where it is. But it's it's dermatitis. It's dry, flaky, itchy skin. Oh, you know, I thought it, you could only get it on your head. So no, 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 your no. Hair. No, All right, no. Okay. You can get it other places too. Um, so if if they have if this person has dermatitis, a couple of things. One is is the maintenance is really important. Yes, the hydrocortisone cream will take things down for a day or two while you're using it. But then if you stop using it and you don't do anything to kind of support your skin, it will come back. What do you need to do? Don't use soap. Wash your skin, first of all, either with... There are expensive products you can wash your skin with that, that that's suitable for dermatitis. Well, wash it with water. Wash it with water and a bit of Silcox base. Do you know Silcox base, George? You get no. them big, mad, cheap tubs, cheap as chips, big white tubs of it. You probably used to have it in your home at home when you were little. We couldn't afford even that. Even that. Right. You probably could have rubbed lard on yourself or something, George. But anyway, look... Well, we didn't have a shower, so we didn't need soap. We didn't have running water, so we didn't need soap. Well, geez, it was, so there was, you know, swings and roundabouts, George. Anyway, <laughs> Wash yourself with something like Silcox Base or get something suitable for dermatitis and moisturise. Your skin needs moisture. Use something suitable for dermatitis. So you're looking at Aveeno or Elav or E45 or Silcox Base or emulsifying ointment. I prefer the cheap stuff. I prefer the cheap basic moisturisers. Speaking of the cheap stuff, uh, Mark and Fingler says, what was the name of that cheap cheap hand cream you recommended oh, to the farmer? Oh yes, Little should be sponsoring me here. Um, there is Neutrogena which is very good for hand cream for farmers but Little do one it's called SOS hand cream it's 99 cents a tube I do not work for Little they are not sponsoring me but I've used it myself and it's very effective it's kind of a waxy Vaseline right. thing but if you're a man out working with your hands on a fishing boat or in a farm with sheep yeah. or something where your hands are getting sore and cracked it's great stuff Well if you can make a ton of money by product placement <laughs> on the programme It's so only 99 cents I'm not sure well, how much no, it's worth to Little to product place it This is very interesting because like all men my Particularly, like we never used um, uh, uh, deodorants. We never or used any kind of we products. I don't anything. think. Yeah. Right, we didn't. And the last thing I've, I've, I've gradually moved along into different things. You know, like changing my underwear every day and that kind of That's stuff. That's marvelous, George. Yeah, but I there's a white tub I get in in Super Value from Nivea. 
Oh, and yeah. since I started using it, I, my face used to get very I dry. I almost made the, the terrible mistake of asking you where you're using it and then I, I pulled back from that no, question. No, on my I, my forehead and all that used to get very dry. I don't know how people cannot moisturise yeah. their faces. I moisturise my face twice a day. I've only this very recently yeah. and it's amazing. And you have beautiful skin if I might say so. Dervila. What was the, the antihistamine you recommended for chronic sinusitis? Uh, probably cetirizine, but we were, we did recommend one last week for idiopathic urticaria, if you remember, George. Um, and we someone was on Telfast and we suggested adding cetirizine to Telfast yeah. as well. So, right. so we've re- that's the one we've most recently recommended. And it is also useful for, for, for allergic rhinitis. No, this is an interesting question. Sounds simple, but I don't think there's a simple answer. Got a tooth extracted last week. It's not sore, but it's still numb. Tom says, "Is that normal?" No, it's yeah, not, it's that's not, what I. It's not normal. That's what I um, thought. Um, something has happened to the nerve. As to what it may now, it may not be anything to do with the local anaesthetics and stuff, or maybe it is. But it could also be that somebody has something like what's called a dry socket, where they they actually still they may have something going on in where the but, tooth was, and, and that could be right. affecting the nerve. I think though, what you really need to do is see your dentist because. Um, we don't know about teeth here in the right No, but, but I do. Do you? Oh, well, I, well, I, then I, take it away, George. I have teeth. <laughs> so do I. But I had <laughs> I had surgery on my mouth for um, my my dentist had discovered that I had menopause. I had menopause. No, I didn't have menopause. I had wisdom teeth. Sorry, that was a Friday. How did slip. you get from menopause <laughs> to wisdom know. teeth? I don't know. But anyway, I I he discovered I had wisdom teeth after seventy years. I'd really? been in my mouth forever. But I had to have surgery. And there's a nerve that runs yeah, along is. the bottom of your, your jaw. Nerve, and if you damage that, oh yeah, 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 you could be in trouble. Well, so you could. the you only could. thing we're saying to Tom is he really should get this looked at. Well, he should because there's several yeah. nerves, but but the facial nerve is, is this, the, a branch of the seventh facial nerve uh, is is one of one of the issues certainly involved in in extracting teeth yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I do think he should get this checked. Numb faces yeah. aren't good. No. And if all fails, dial 999 um, and get an ambulance. It's invariably <laughs> Kira's recommendation. I haven't recommended that at all. I just love that line when I said, do you know about teeth? He said, yeah, I have teeth. <laughs> but you told me to like ring for an ambulance. that makes you an expert. In the middle of the night in Chicago, you told me to ring for you an ambulance. You Now, you weren't Chicago. there, but you called me. Um, oh, yeah, more menopause. This is why oh, I said okay. it. It was the next question. Hot flushes, uh, brought on and stressed, often at night. Yeah, very common. Supplements, vitamins. Yes, I would suggest yes in this case. Um, I am not a great fan of alternative medicine and any listeners to the Right Hotel Check will know that. However, and what I should point out is that on the... On the um, uh, one of the top 10 things you can do to avoid cancer is stop taking your supplements because half of those things are bad for you. But in this instant... While we don't like to give medicine for menopause, I think I would be going to the chemist looking at alternative things because people do take sage and people do take phytosoy and people do take menoherbs and menopase and all that. And some women find them beneficial. The truth is this, it's probably a placebo effect. But you know what? The placebo effect is still an effect. Right. And if it helps you, do okay. that. But also, you know, a bit of sensibleness, um, a lighter duvet helps a lot of women who are thrashing around in their in their menopausal beds at night. 
a lighter duvet is a good idea Go too. Away. Yeah. I, or I, two duvets, George. You know when you're lying in in your double bed with your with your with your No, I've well, never experienced okay. that. <laughs> okay. Well, I've never well, for a normal that. people when you're lying in your double bed and you're on one your the woman is on one side and the man is on the other side if if, if they're you know obviously they could be a, Go on, the same sex couple. Yeah. But two duvets. He may want a big thick duvet and you may be bucket and sweat because yeah. you're in the menopause. Right. Two single duvets of a tog suitable for yourself. I had the first duvet in Ireland when I got married 46 years yes, ago. Yes, of course. My lovely Austrian wife brought her duvet with her. I remember when duvets came yeah, to Ireland. Yeah. Anyway, a question addressed to Kira and George, obviously a very sensible listener. Small holes in the heel of his right foot. He's had it for months. They're not painful, but they are becoming uncomfortable and multiplying. What are small holes in your foot? I would suggest that this person may have... this. Uh, the heel of your foot has generally dry skin, as you probably know. Yeah. And so little holes in there, I suspect we're probably looking at something fungal or possibly viral. Uh, this could be the start of a veruca or it could be something fungal. I think we, we do struggle here, even though we are obviously very gifted at yeah. what we do, to treat rashes and skin conditions on the right hook because we can't see them. So I'm thinking... Ah, yeah, but he said holes, like small holes. I'm thinking get yourself a bit of... Dactarin cream and rub that on your dry holy heels um, and maybe throw a bit of our favourite George Caldecine powder into your shoes and socks and see what happens and if that doesn't clear it up go and see somebody because we really can't see it guys Can't Not enough Caldecine is poured into shoes and socks Pour it in No but do you know what it Slap it on Do you know when a worst infection occurs in men and maybe in women for all I know in the dressing room of football pitches and soccer pitches because they're wandering around and there's dirt on the floor off the football boots or whatever. Uh, and then, so they, footballers of whatever code wet. should put, put caldecine in their socks. Um, wet skin, you're quite right. And the wet, the skin is often wet in dressing rooms yeah. between sweat and a wet floor and, and, and yeah. showers and everything. Wet skin is much more um, vulnerable to infection and yeah. to the spread of infection than dry skin, which is why, you know, when we talk about people washing their hands all the time, we should also say, dry the bloody things too, because if you don't dry your hands and you've just washed them and they're still a bit wet, you're actually passing yeah. more germs than you are by not washing them almost at all. All right. We're, we're not interested in some fella who has numbness in his knee and shin, but no pain, are we? We well, just tell him, put up with it and stop complaining. No, we it? would say that this is some kind of a neurological condition as to why you have numbness in your in your knee and shin. We can't tell. But some bit of a nerve somewhere is being pinched. Really? And you may, you can get nerve conduction studies that will actually show you exactly what is being pinched. And then you can see whether or not it's fixable. But it could be low back as an issue. I mean, it's often low back. It's always low back. It's it almost works. always low no, back. No, isn't it though? Yeah. Like it's actually you kind of somewhere else. I remember I thought my hip was in trouble, and he went, "No, it's not your hip; it's your back." Yeah. It, isn't that true? It, it's, we we can't say always, but we can say very frequently yeah. it is low back. What's Phenergen for kids? A fifteen-month-old? Would you give it to them? No, well, it's not licensed for them. A Phenergen is a um, antihistamine, and it's a, you know the way there's drowsy and non-drowsy antihistamines. It's a drowsy antihistamine. So people do use it for kids who are itchy or have rashes or allergies and stuff. But you know what parents often use it for is trying to knock the kid out when they have children who don't sleep and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, they do. Do but, people but knock you, children but, out? But you, I, I wouldn't be recommending something like that in a child at that age. That's quite a young child, and you don't necessarily want to give a child of that age something that's going to make them drowsy. What about a 38-year-old female who has had swollen lymph nodes in her groin since September? She's had bloods before you say a word and they were normal. Okay. 
why does she have swollen lymph nodes in her in her groin? Very likely they are reactive lymph nodes and they are reacting to some kind of a localised infection in her groin. Now, before she gets offended, we don't know what the localised infection is. But for example, let's just throw out a few things. Well, she could have an STD. She may not have an STD or an STI. Um, she could just have a bit of a, of a yeast infection like thrush or something like that, candidiasis. She may or may not. Do you know what she could have? All though, these too? things are only got by fallen women. No, they are not, George. Well, SDI is a You've just offended the listener by but suggesting you know she, can? she is you a woman of can? little virtue. And I'm wondering about this because she has this a long time. Are you offending her or calling her a woman? I'm of not little, because I don't believe virtue. that women are, are, are should be um, valued on whether or not they're having sex, George. You and I come from a different school of thought on that one. Here's Three what I, Hail Marys. Here's what I'm answer. wondering is lots and lots of people do stuff to remove their pubic hair. All right, lots and lots oh, of Oh yeah, do. everybody now shaves down there where they use Shaves or waxes or... Yeah. You know, exfoliate. Not that I've noticed now. Well, let's not go there. And I'm wondering, is that the issue? Does she have a folliculitis from waxing or shaving yeah. that's giving her chronically enlarged uh, in, in lymph nodes. Yes, and it she, could just be down to removing her pubic woman hair. Either. Would you stop? There is no such thing as a fallen woman. George is wrong. My wrong. mother told me. Your mother with respect. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> My mother told me that any women no, with, that were, no, stop that were wearing eyeshadow. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> right now. 53106 is your number uh, for your uh, health queries. Uh, fallen women can text two to the same number. 53106 costs 30 cents. If you wear eyeshadow, the number is 53106 cost 30 cents. If you want some real quality diagnosis from George, it's 53106 cost 30 cents.